Welcome to the Peaceful Entrepreneur Podcast, where together we're learning how to have peace in the process of everyday business ownership by improving one step at a time how we think and what we do. I'm your host, Amy Stout. Hello, and welcome back to the Peaceful Entrepreneur. Oh my goodness. I have missed you. Thank you so much for being here today and for tuning in. It has been quite a break, but I am back. I am rejuvenated and I have so much to share with you today. I first just want to thank you for your grace as I've taken some time to step back and reflect. It was needed and God has been teaching me so much in the last few months. Really a lot in the last six months, but Honestly, let's just say it how it is. It's been a lot in the last three years. And I say that because our business is officially three years old as of February 10th, which is insane. That is when I launched my business in 2021. And it is so wild to look back and see what God has done and see everything that has changed, see how I've grown and changed, see how the business has morphed. It is so, so wild and cool to see. So I mentioned February 10th. That is a significant date because I've sort of made it a tradition every year since launching my business on that date to do something special. So 2021 launched the business. 2022, I announced a rebrand and a name change of the business. And then 2023, I announced and launched this podcast. But for 2024, I knew I wasn't going to be doing a big launch again. And this significantly ties into my intentions and my words for 2024, and I'm going to be sharing all about those next week. But I did still want to acknowledge the special date, and so I decided that would be when I would hop back into recording and releasing weekly episodes for you. So here I am. I'm so happy to be back. So let's jump into where I've been, and I'm also looking forward to sharing a look back at 2023 for my business, for my podcast, and sharing some things that I've learned. As is quite obvious, I took a break from mid-November until mid-February from the podcast. And honestly, that break flew by. It did not feel like almost three months. And it was honestly a long time now that I'm looking back at it. But I'm not worried that I took that time off. It would be easy to worry, you know, will I lose momentum? Will people stop listening? All those things. But I truly felt confident that God was leading me to take that break. And I felt confident in waiting to come back until he led me back. And I feel like he's now done that. I feel fully ready to jump back in. And so here I am. But I honestly knew I needed to take that break for quite a few weeks before I actually did. And at that time, I did have a few episodes ready to go. So I went ahead and released what I had and then went ahead and started my break. But I want to back up even further to why I took the break in the first place. Because what it honestly was, what it felt like was I was pulling an emergency break on my own mind. I had had a stressful situation go down in my other business of I'd outsourcing in October of last year. And it honestly kind of sent me into a mental spiral that I didn't quite come out of for about two months. So it was prolonged and that is what led me to burnout. I had actually experienced burnout a year before as well 
around the same time in like September of 2022. So I recognized the feeling and I knew I needed to take some drastic measures to address it. Because like I always say with this podcast as entrepreneurs, we are the fuel behind our business. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, then our business is going to suffer. So I knew I needed to do something, but it was really hard for me to pull the brakes because I had a lot of ideas for business development that I wanted to do before the end of the year. And I also wanted to bring on some new clients before we closed out 2023. So it was, I was kind of resisting that break, but I felt God very clearly calling me to pause everything that wasn't absolutely essential. And it took some time for me to accept that that's what I needed to do because I was operating at such a fast pace. But I did finally fully accept it and I took the measures to pare down my to-do list and my schedule so that I could really take a step back. So here's what I did. I put off any non-essential meetings. So meetings that aren't with clients or have to do with the day-to-day running of my business. I put off any non-essential tasks, but I did write them all down in one place so I would have them to come back to. Like I said, I kept everything that would be required to keep my business running as is, but all the things for the future development that I wanted to do, I just completely paused. And I didn't even put a date on them. I was like, I'm just pausing until further notice until I can come back in a healthy mindset and rethink through these things. Now, the next couple things I did were hard because I am such an achievement-oriented person. And I think poorly of myself if I don't work a full day. But what I did was allowed myself to work shorter days take afternoons off, sit in the hammock and read. And I forced myself to not feel guilty about it because I knew I needed it. I also didn't force myself to think too hard about anything. I don't know if any of you relate to that with like just the CEO heavy mind tasks. I didn't make myself do any of those because they weren't absolutely essential and I really just did not have the brain power for them. So I just accepted the state that I was in and push them off till later. I also didn't let myself try to plan for the future, kind of in the same vein. Like I'm always thinking about the future and it's a blessing and a curse because it's a great quality to have as a business owner, but also I'm just like never satisfied and it's hard for me to live in the present. And so I did a full stop and I made myself stop trying to think forward, trying to plan because that takes a lot of mental energy. I spent more time outside. I spent more time reading. I spent more time with family. This was, you know, over the holidays. So I spent quite a bit of time with family and just shutting off work to the point where I actually took the entire week off between Christmas and New Year's. And I will be making that a yearly thing because that is honestly so important. And it ended up being a great time for me to do my yearly planning. I don't know if that's where I'm always going to do that, but it worked out really nicely for me to do that this year. So taking that break was really, really important. So those are kind of the things I did during my break, just to really pare down, bring it down to the essentials and give myself a break. Coming out of the end of that break, I wanted to make sure that I planned for 2024 extremely intentionally. And I'm going to go over in the next episode 
everything that I have planned for the next year because that is an episode in itself. But I will tell you kind of what I did in order to prepare those plans and intentions. So I went to a goal setting seminar at my church, which was really, really awesome. I read a book called The Joy of Missing Out, which is a great resource to think through your mission and vision and values for your business. And then you're not going to be surprised when I mention Hustle Sanely. I did Jess's best year ever workshop, which is totally free on Instagram. It's three live streams that I watched back. And I also purchased her Peacefully Productive Weekly Planner. And I used the exercises that accompany the workshop in the planner to plan out my year. I... (laughs) This is going to sound funny, but it's also not going to surprise you if you know me. I planned out my planning. So the the week before I went off for Christmas, I planned out what I was going to do in my days that I was going to plan my year out. You're going to start to see a shift in my brain, and I'm going to be sharing a lot about this next week. But one of the big things I did was I gave myself plenty of time to process and plan. So like I said, I did pre-planning planning. Like I gave myself all that time to think about what I wanted to think about. And then I gave myself a whole week to think about those things. And honestly, my planning took even longer than I thought. I thought I needed three days. It ended up being maybe a week and a half from start to finish of going through everything that I wanted to lay out. And so I gave myself the grace to take that time and take the time that was needed to feel like it was done thoroughly and not done in a rushed manner. I did some of this planning by myself. I also involved Luke in some of it, which was super nice to be able to do that together and cast vision together. But I'm way more of a planner and goal setter than he is. So I didn't torture him by making him doing do every single thing with me. Part of that planning was mapping out my big events for the year, my goals for the year, arranged my goals into timeframes. And then I also laid out the habits and rhythms that I wanted to focus on for the year. So again, more on that next episode about the plans for the year. And then the following episode is going to be all about the habits and rhythms that I'm setting up that are basically the small repeatable steps in my life that are going to lead to big changes down the road. So that's kind of what I did over my break. But I want to share what I processed and what I learned over my break. The biggest realization that actually I think happened before or on the very front end of this break is one is probably one of the most monumental realizations that I've had in business. And that is that I am not in building mode anymore. I'm three years into business and I have spent three years building and experimenting and figuring out who I want to work with, figuring out what I want to do for them and figuring out how I'm going to do that for them. And I had gotten so ingrained into the rhythm of experimenting that I don't think I realized that I needed to shift. I'm a new business owner. I don't have like a formal class that I've taken on how to be a business owner. I didn't get a degree in this. I hadn't really thought through the stages of business ownership. So this realization just kind of naturally happened and honestly slapped me in the face because I felt like I had spent so much time striving trying to figure stuff out. And I was exhausted. 
I mean, that's another reason I was burnt out, I think, is because I had just been trying so many things. All the while, I was figuring out what was working for me. But for some reason, it wasn't clicking to me to like accept that and run with it. I was still just in the mode of, I have to keep figuring out the next new thing and the next better thing. And it just hit me one day that I don't need to do that anymore. Building is done. Experimentation is done. Now, of course, I'll always fine tune and make things better. But in general, I've figured out what works. And now all I need to do is get really good at doing what works. Streamline it and rinse and repeat. Do it over and over and over again. So that is a huge shift that I'm now seeing play out in my business. I'm already seeing the results of it. It's crazy. And it's also provided direction for how I'm thinking about the entire year of 2024. Really come to a place of needing to shift my mind if I was going to be able to move forward in building this business. And so that is what I spent a lot of December doing was just wrapping my head around that realization and shifting my brain and my mindset to look at this year differently. A second gigantic realization that I've learned before but need to be reminded of repeatedly is that if God wants to bring me clients, he's going to bring me clients. So remember how I said I was worried about taking a break because I wanted to bring new clients in and I was afraid that taking a break would mean that I would not get those new clients that I wanted. I'm not kidding. Within a week after I decided to take that pause, I started getting inbound inquiries in my email inbox. And I have to tell you, like I go months without getting inquiries. It's not like they're pouring in. (laughs) Most of our business comes from referrals and it's kind of like little bursts throughout the year. And so it had been a while since I'd gotten an inquiry, but within probably the two to three weeks after going on break, I literally got five different inquiries. And every time one came in, I just laughed. And I looked up and I said, God, I hear you. I, I understand. I get it. Like... It's not my efforts that are bringing these inquiries in ever. No matter if I'm putting the effort in or not, it's not going to be me that is the driving force behind bringing them in and you're going to be the one to to bring them in. And so that was a, a huge reminder of the lesson to trust his timing and to trust that his plan is sovereign and he's going to bring the clients whenever he knows it's going to be best for me, no matter what I do. So the lesson I pull from that is if I slow down, everything does not fall apart. It doesn't. If I slow down, it gives me more of a chance to see God show up instead of me just striving and running and doing, doing, doing all the time. If I take a step back and turn my eyes upward, I'm going to see him work. He's always working, but are we taking a time to step back and see it? Okay. Not trying to get on my sermon soapbox here. Another thing that I thought about during this time of my break was that I want to have more input and less output this next year because I historically just have a lot of output, a lot of doing. If I am going to grow and mature as a business owner, I need to make sure that I have regular input and intake 
into my brain. The cliche, you can't pour from an empty cup. I feel like I used to just get just enough intake and take it and run with it and pour out a ton. And then I would run out of juice and I would get just a little bit more input and then I'd run with it again. I wanted to switch that this year. I want to intentionally be in a rhythm of intaking and being poured into so that I'm ahead of it. And it's this more equal amount of pouring in and pouring out. So two main things that I'm doing for that. One is I am listening to audiobooks on mindset and business. For some reason, I just haven't gotten into the habit of that before. I think it's probably because I thought I had to read them physically, but I just really way more enjoy listening to them because it's kind of more like a podcast to me. So that is one thing I've picked up. And then the other thing that I've picked up is I knew I wanted some sort of mentor and I looked into a couple different options and ultimately decided to join a community called the Sanctified Society. And it is a group of women who are Christian entrepreneurs and it's an opportunity for all of us to pour into each other. There are trainings, there are community calls, prayer calls, co-working calls, and it has just already been such a special space. I got on one of my very first calls and my friend who leads it afterward asked how I was feeling. And I said, I already feel sanctified. (laughs) And I really wasn't being ironic. Like I truly, I truly already felt sanctified just within my first meeting. So that has been really special. And I'm looking forward to how God's going to use that in my life this year. Again, I and you will always be a better business owner if we take care of ourselves. And if we're taking care of ourselves or not taking care of ourselves, it will affect how we care for our team, how we care for our clients, and how we move forward through life and business. So I am just ever finding more ways to take care of myself and make sure that that is a priority so that I can pour out well. The last thing that I realized and processed during this time period was I had taken the strength finders test back in the summer of last year, but I actually sat down with a coach in December and he went through my results with me and talked through what they meant. And I was really grateful for the opportunity to sit down with someone who knows strength finders and who also knows me and could help me directly apply it to my life. And so one of the biggest things that I pulled out of that was the confirmation that I am a visionary and I work best when I am doing futuristic and strategic type tasks, which is honestly the CEO stuff, which works really well. You know, I've spent the last year of my business working into a management position So I am not doing the client work anymore. I am managing the team and managing the clients and running the business. And it was just a great confirmation that like I can stay there. That can be my place. I can claim it. I can own it. And he told me one thing that stuck with me, which was you need to give yourself time every day to think. And that was so interesting because the second I heard it, I was like, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Like I feel so much better when I have time to sit and process. And I had only worked, I had worked it into my week, but I had only worked in one day of the week as a thinking day. 
And when he said, you need to think every day, it just clicked into place for me. I was like, I need to just set aside a part of my day every day to do this. So I've kind of revamped my schedule to include that, which is really cool. So that's just a couple big realizations that I had. Now, before I leave you, I just want to share a little bit about my thoughts as I look back over the last year. This is going to sound funny at first, but I really feel like 2023 was the year that my business became a business. Obviously, it was a business all along. Like I got an LLC and a bank account right out the gate and it was always producing income, right? But it truly like turned into a business in terms of systems and processes and people and my brain just grasping what a business is. Because like I said before, I was just learning as I went. I had no formal training. And I feel like that is really what last year did was establish us as a business. I was meeting with a new friend last week. And so we were kind of sharing about our stories and I was sharing about what my week looks like, describing the different facets of our business. And she goes like, this is like a a whole business. And I was like, yeah, it really, it really is at this point, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. I was looking back at the goals that Luke and I wrote down at the beginning of 2023. And one of them said, lay the foundation for more scaling. I really think that that's what we did. We accomplished it. And it's funny because I think about, think back to then and what I was thinking when we wrote that down. I knew I wanted to lay the foundation for more scaling. I didn't know exactly what that scaling would look like, but I knew I wanted to get there. And what's cool is over the course of the year, I feel like I did get there and I understood what that scaling looked like. And I did end up laying the foundation all that time. And now I feel like we have it and we're able to just run with it now, which is really cool. 2023 was also an incredible year of growth. We wanted to double our business and we did. So that was a really cool goal to see met. We also brought on some incredible ideal clients, some incredible team members, and we also pared down the clients and team members that didn't fit with our new vision. So I think I count that as a success as well. It's sad to say goodbye to people, but ultimately it's getting, if it's getting you closer to being completely aligned with every single thing that you're doing, then it's a good thing. And I already was sort of mentioning this, but we finally fully nailed down our niche and leaned into it, which is absolutely hilarious because one of the very first episodes that I made last year was about niching down and I still hadn't niched down. I thought I had, but I hadn't. And so that was a really big realization last summer that I had that I think was probably the second most impactful realizations of the year behind the one I mentioned earlier. And that was that the peaceful entrepreneur and abide outsourcing are actually completely different businesses. It was so funny because I I thought they were the same. I thought peaceful entrepreneur was under abide, but the more that I thought about it, the more I realized that I was trying to serve two different, completely different groups of clients within Abide. And I had been feeling this resistance and this 
unalignment for a while, but I couldn't put my finger on it. I finally put my finger on it. It was that I was trying to serve two completely different groups of people in one way. How, I mean, how did I think that was going to work? So I just finally made the distinction like, no, Abide is going to be fully dedicated to serving influencers. And we have figured out exactly what is helpful for us to do for influencers. And we figured out exactly how to do it. And that is what we're going to do. And at that time, when I realized that all of it fell into place, like I had been circling around and figuring out what trying to figure out the best name like I knew I liked abide but I didn't know what came after abide I kept it as virtual for a really long time and then I tried to play with abide with peace and then I tried to play I don't know I just I flitted around to a million different things in my mind but i once I realized we are serving just influencers and we are doing outsourcing for them it was like we're abide outsourcing like duh like it makes so much sense. And so I finally landed on Abide Outsourcing, on who we were serving, on how we were serving them. In the same way, I feel like I had more clear direction with the Peaceful Entrepreneur from the beginning. I've always loved the branding. I've always loved the name. I've always loved the vision. Like that all feels settled and always has. But the fact that the peaceful entrepreneur was distinguished from abide was very important for me to realize before in abide, I was trying to serve influencers and entrepreneurs. I realized in that split that while abide was dedicated to influencers, the peaceful entrepreneur was going to be dedicated to entrepreneurs. And that just feels so right. It just makes so much more sense. And so now I view it as I have two separate brands, two separate businesses, and I fully love both of them. I was able to update the Abide website. It feels so aligned right now. It looks so good. Like it feels like it makes so much sense. And I'm getting inquiries through my website. So that obviously means something is working. <laughs> something is aligned. The last big lesson that I learned last year was in my season of burnout. Like I said, I'd experienced it the year before as well. And both of them were precipitated by a large event of having to break ties either with a client or with a team member. And that is never easy, never fun, but it is just part of the business journey. For me, both times, it was really hard for me to grapple with and deal with and process through. And that I think is what led me both times to burn out because I didn't know how to deal with it. And I just had to wrestle through it and deal with the stress and deal with the doubt and deal with all of the negative emotions that came up. But what I learned through that season is that these times are necessary. They're just part of the process. And I ultimately am grateful for them. Like I didn't have fun. I wouldn't wish it upon anybody, but the outcome was so worth what I had to go through. And I truly believe that those situations are where God can teach us the most because we are kind of down to our wits end. And he can teach us in a different way in those seasons than he can when we're up and we think that everything's fine. For me, God teaches me so intensely during those times, and I have a lot to share from what I learned, so I'm excited to do that this year. I just have a couple quick things I want to share from my heart just regarding this podcast, because this 
is truly such a happy place for me. I feel so passionate about sharing my experience over the last three years in order to help others maybe not have to jump through as many hoops as I did or just have a guide on how to navigate a tough situation. I love the opportunity for creativity and for processing that having a podcast creates. I am so excited about the community that you are, that the podcast has already become. And I'm also so excited for the potential of what could be to come with a community of peaceful entrepreneurs. And I'm also just so grateful for the opportunity to share about my faith in Jesus in a very authentic way, in a way that's just like integrated into sharing about my life because that's how my faith is. It's fully integrated into my life and it is my deepest passion. And so the opportunity to share about that with you while I'm also sharing about my entrepreneurship journey means more to me than anything. I actually went back and listened to the very first Peaceful Entrepreneur episode and I pulled out a few thoughts that I wanted to share and leave you with before I go today. I was pleasantly greeted with words that exactly match the thoughts that I still have today. I do this funny thing. I don't know about you, but I do this funny thing where I think I've changed a lot, but I look back and I actually realize that at the core, I still think exactly the same thing. I've just had a bunch of tiny shifts along the way. Let me know if you do that too, because I crack myself up when I do that. Another thing is the idea that no ultimate perfection is possible (laughs) on this side of heaven. We can't have a perfect business, a perfect relationship, a perfect day. There will be seasons where we're more stressed and it's harder to find peace. But the best thing we can do for ourselves is to take time to establish the rhythms and the practices that help us maintain a peaceful mindset, but also strengthen us to recover quicker when we're faced with stressful situations. And lastly, the heartbeat of the podcast will always be exactly what it was when I recorded that first episode, which is so special. And of course, just like anything, the expression of what that heartbeat is may slightly evolve over time as I and my business and the world change, but the core goal is always there, which is to walk together and find ways to have a peaceful mindset in the everyday as we build our businesses. I'm looking forward to listening back to more old episodes and sharing more about those over on Instagram. So keep an eye out for that. But I just look back and I feel so much gratitude to each of you who have listened and are currently listening. To each of you who has interacted in the reviews and on Instagram, for commenting on my post and sharing my episodes on your stories, for messaging me with your thoughts after you've listened. You have no idea how much this means to me. And I'm just grateful for this last year of establishing and building this podcast and this community. And I honestly feel more sure and energized than ever that this is something that the Lord has called me to do. And I can't wait to see what he does with it 
this year and beyond. You know I have a lot of dreams and plans for the year to come, personally, business-wise, podcast-wise. And like I mentioned, I am dedicating the entire next episode to sharing all of those plans with you for 2024. And so I cannot wait to get back to you next week. So let me know if you have any guesses on what my dreams are for this year. Head over to Instagram, comment on my post, let me know what you think. But if you've been impacted by this podcast in the past year in any way and you haven't left a review, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a five-star rating and write a quick review. That will let the podcast platform know to push it to more people so we can grow our community. I want to leave you with a quote that I found as I was reading back over my old journals that was so deep in the heart of what this podcast is, which is long-term peace is better than short-term relief. So I want you to know that that is what we're after here. We're looking for ways to find long-term peace and not just quick band-aid fixes to things. So subscribe, find me on Instagram, hang out if you want to go on this journey with me. And I'll see you next week for another episode of The Peaceful Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If you'd like to connect with us further, check out our description to join us on Instagram, as well as download a free gift just for listening. If you were especially impacted by something in this episode, would you take a quick moment to leave us a five-star rating and write a review? Even just one sentence will help us reach more people and grow our community of peaceful entrepreneurs. Until next time.